does it get any better than Chicago food? From longtime favorites to newly opened locations, Italian beef joints to pizza places, burritos to sushi, Chicago's very own Eats celebrates a wide range of food and restaurants in the greater Chicagoland area. Hosts Kevin Powell and Michael Piff welcome you into their daily food talk in the WGN Radio break room as they discuss their latest foodie adventures, their top five lists, the latest social media arguments, interviews with chefs, and conversations with local celebs about their favorite places to eat. This is Chicago's Very Own Eats. This is episode 19 of Chicago's Very Own Eats. I'm Kevin Powell alongside Mike Piff. Windy City Smokeout was last week, and I think we had barbecue on our mind because Mike went to a barbecue spot, I went to a barbecue spot. We're actually going to talk to the owner of the barbecue location that Mike Piff visited, Chicago Culinary Kitchen, which is in Palatine. We'll get to that. We'll also talk with the Chicago Tribune fruit, uh, food critic Nick Kindlesperger, who the timing has all worked out here. He's had some reviews about some barbecue spots, so we'll, we'll talk a little barbecue. I went to Green Street Smoked, uh, Smoked Meats, which I think we've talked about a little bit, Mike. One of my favorite places. It, it was just so on point. It was fantastic. The Windy City Smokeout had me feeling barbecue, and we went got some brisket, some chicken, Broccoli salad, some pickled pickled vegetables are key with barbecue. By the way, I that, that agree. Kind of cuts through the rich and heaviness of all the yes. barbecue you're you're eating. We also had the Frito pie, which is um, very high in calorie and fat, but absolutely delicious. They cut open a Frito bag and dump some cheese and some chili and some jalapenos on top. So got my barbecue fix at Green Street Smoked Meats, which is in the West Loop. It's fantastic. I think it's some of the best in Chicago and around Chicago. It's it's, it's tough to beat. So you went to Chicago Culinary Kitchen, yes. as we mentioned, and we're going to get into it a little bit more about the whole vibe of the place, but, but you really liked it. It's in Palatine. I loved it. And this is a place I've been driving by for the last couple years. I'm from Lake Zurich, so when I go to visit my family, I'm driving by this place because it's Hicks and and um, uh, Lake or Lake Cook, okay. basically. So after you get off of Fifty Three, it's the first thing you see. It's like the place welcomes you with this cool pickup truck out front uh, with skeletons driving it. There's a food truck out front as well. Cool outdoor patio uh, where you can actually see a sign for our friend David Hochberg's show, Sweet Home Chicago. He's got a little partnership going with them, and the place just rules. Uh, he mentions in the interview that. They play a lot of 80s rock. They do play a little bit more than that, but it's a really fun time. Yeah, it sounds like it. We'll get into it a little bit more with Greg Garbo. He's uh, owner of Chicago Culinary Kitchen and, as I said, Nick Kindlesberger. But um, we were all kind of on the same timeline here, Mike, when it came to barbecue. You were like, I'm going to get some barbecue. I'm like, I got barbecue on my mind. <laughs> Let's go check it out. Green Street Smoked Meats, by the way, has an awesome vibe in it, too, which yes. it really does feel like kind of this Texas barbecue shack which is right in the west loop of chicago so get some uh some lone star beer i saw that you go you went full-on mcconaughey there i did time is a flat circle <laughs> they've got it in the bottles you, you got to get it when you go there but it was uh, a big barbecue weekend for mike and myself uh let's get to our conversation with greg garbo from chicago culinary kitchen joining us on chicago's very own eats is Greg Garbo from Chicago Culinary Kitchen. Mike and myself have been in kind of a barbecue kick recently, and uh, Mike stopped by your spot recently, Greg. Chicago Culinary Kitchen. It's in Palatine. You guys are located at 2391 North Hicks Road. First of all, appreciate you jumping on. Give us kind of a rundown. If if anybody hasn't been to your spot, uh, talk about it a little bit. Well, thank you. Uh, Well, first of all, you know, our place is very unique. 
just in what we do and the atmosphere there, it's basically like going to a kind of like a concert. It's very rock and roll. Um, we play a lot of deep 80s music. Um, the place is all decorated. It's, it's a really cool place. Um, but we specialize in Texas barbecue, and we have a lot of fun specials. Um, our Texas barbecue is our main focus. Um, but a lot of people come for our specials, which is just something that's like, I mean, we do off-the-wall crazy stuff and fun stuff and just things that you might not see on a traditional uh, barbecue menu sometimes. One, how long has it been around? And two, when did you get into barbecue? Because I know if you, if you talk to any pitmasters or whatever you want to refer to them as, it, it, it can become an obsession, the whole barbecue thing. And I think anybody who does it as a hobby in the backyard, it's, it's uh, I mean, it is kind of an art form, right? The amount of smoke, the heat, the timing, all of that. So how did you guys get into this this whole barbecue world? You know, we started in the backyard many years ago. And, you know, basically when we started, everybody wanted to come over you know, it was like, hey, let's go to Greg and Christina's house. Let's go, you know, and I would invite people over. And basically it became, you know, like, you know, a place to be. And like, oh, they're making good food. And then, you know, finally it dawned on me. I'm like, you know, you know, we have something here. I said, you know, we could put a price tag on this and we could sell it to the public. And one thing led to another. And here we are several years later, rocking and rolling, selling great barbecue. What were you guys doing before this? Was I it... still do it. I mean, I still have another job. I oh. have another career altogether. This, you know, like I said, this was this was a, a labor of love. That it was the hobby that turned into a, a a business as well. Then, you know, Greg. So, I, as Kevin mentioned, I stopped in on Friday. Uh, we were actually out uh, in Palatine. We're going to be showcasing Palatine as our your hometown town of the month at WGN Radio. And uh, everyone kept telling me, go to Chicago Culinary Kitchen. And I love that you described the location as basically a concert, because that's how I felt walking into the place. You have these signs up front that say, hey, get ready to rock, basically. Uh, and, uh, and, and I go in there, and first off, the guy who's taking orders, super nice. Uh, and I had to ask him, like, do you guys curate this playlist? And it sounds like you guys do. How much of... You know, of your own personality and, and, you know, how much of that went into designing the place and also, you know, curating the vibe of the place? A hundred percent. That's all me. I asked my wife, I'm like, hey, do you have any creative input? She's like, no, it's all you, babe. You do what you want to do. You make it rock. And that's what it is. And the music, that's all me. This is, you know, like, I remember like one time, you know, the, the manager was like, I heard something on there. I'm like, what is this? And he's like, it's white stripes. I'm like, I know what a white stripe <laughs> is, but I'm like, well, like, no, 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 no. I go, this doesn't, this doesn't jive for me. I'm like, this is eighties. This is deep track stuff. This is stuff that you wouldn't normally go here or just, you know, I mean, we're talking like, you know, 76, some, you know, black Sabbath or rush or, you know, iron maiden, you know, and it's not metal. This is rock. You know, yes. I mean, there is some metal that metal aspect to it, you know, Judas Priest or whatever. But this is rock and roll, triumph, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I just, to me, it was just a good time in my life. And it was just, the music brought me to a lot of different places. And it just, it, it makes me happy. And I think that if it makes me happy, 
pretty much I'm hoping that it makes other people happy. Well, well it made me very happy. I want to tell you well, that good. right off the bat. And, uh, you know, there is these little tributes to Judas Priest, Rush. I even saw Speed Racer playing on one of the uh, the screens there. Is that a thing that you guys do? Are you guys also playing 80s cartoons even earlier back? What's, what's that well, all about? I love that. Some of the cartoons that we're playing is, remember when there was a big fan on certain cartoons like, Oh, well, we can't watch Pepe Le Pew anymore because he blah, blah, blah. I'm like, come on, dude. They're cartoons. They're for kids. They're whatever. You know, it's not, if it's offending you, you don't need to be here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we Pink Panther, we play old Batman. Like, I'm talking Batman like when I grew up. You know what I mean? The, you know, Adam West, that type of stuff. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I refuse to play sports. (laughs) I, I feel that no matter where you go, it's always sports, right? I'm like this. I don't want to watch sports. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I don't sport. So it's just, to me, it's always the same thing. And it's got commercials. I'm like, I want mindless entertainment. You know what I'm saying? And it's so funny because, like, I remember I had two biker dudes there. I mean, you know, biker dudes nowadays, are, I mean, they weren't like Hell's Angels or something, but they were biker dudes. And one guy was sitting on one side of the table, and the other guy was sitting the other. And one guy was watching the cartoons. Next thing I know, I see the one guy stand up come around and sit down on the other side so he could watch cartoons with his buddy as well. That's great. Well, I love when restaurants or bars do go all in with a theme, whether it's the music or just whatever. And I, you know, I, I work, I do sports, but I understand like getting away from it is, is a different vibe too. I like that. everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, especially when you got multiple TVs going on, it's like, I got soccer, baseball. I'm like, ah, I don't want to see that. <laughs> I love that. It's different, unique. Talk about the, you mentioned the specialty items and stuff you guys add to the menu. And I love you following you guys on social media because it, everything looks fantastic. But it's always it, something different, too. Yeah, it seems like you guys have a lot of fun with this menu other than just the, you know, good, good old fashioned barbecue. Well, I'll be honest with you. I'm the guy behind the specials. So, I mean, for me, for us to cook the same stuff every day, it's great. It's dialed in. But the, the real passion or the creativity is is doing unique food that's still in the barbecue world or the barbecue field, right? You know, like today we have a smoked tri-tip sandwich. Well, it's still a smoked sandwich, you know what I'm saying? But but it's there's there's more of a culinary aspect to it than just your basic, you know, pulled pork or, or barbecue ribs. You know, it's, it's something different like that. I mean, we've done from beef tongue to brains to all kinds. You know, I like pushing my customers as well to try different things that they may not be accustomed to try. What's your favorite thing on the menu? What's your go-to? I I love asking the owners or chefs what their their go-to is. I haven't made it yet. (laughs) I like that. I like you striving for greatness. That's awesome. People always ask, what's your favorite thing? And I'm like, I haven't made it yet because it's always something new. Like the tri-tip sandwich we have on today is freaking killer. I mean, it is just, it is awesome. But there's certain things on the menu, like when we put specials on there, I know that we're going to sell a boatload of these things, like our smoked Italian beef or our smoked Cuban, just things like that. Those are things that people I know come in and we can sell 80 of those things in like 90 minutes. I always wonder with barbecue spots, it has to be so difficult with the timing and understanding when customers come in, you know, certain cuts like a brisket, obviously you go a little too long or the temperature's not right. It it can really dry it out. So I'm always impressed that barbecue spots can do that where they, you know, some people struggle to smoke it at home in, in their backyard to actually do the amount that barbecue restaurants do and to keep it fresh and to keep it, um, you know, at a high level, that has to be very difficult. 
the key, well, once you get it dialed in, you're good. But the key to actually, let's say, uh, I don't want to say that, I don't want to downplay it, that smoking is, is easy, but it is. You know, once you get that dialed in, it's holding the products. It's how to hold the products afterwards. That is the key, how to hold that and keep that, uh, you know, let's say fresh all day or keep it, keep it, you know, where it's not going to dry out. That's the key, the real key behind Let's say barbecue. Mike was raving. About, Mike, what did you get when you went to Chicago? Culinary I got Kitchen? the brisket and I got the also Texas sausage and the effing mac and cheese. Uh, that was a fantastic combo all the way around. And I was playing with a bunch of the sauces. And you know, Kevin, Kevin hasn't been there yet. Can you describe the sauces too uh, for us? Because so, they're they're all kind of unique. Yeah, you know, there was a point since we do Texas style. There was a point where we didn't even have. We had one sauce. That was it. Mm-hmm. And then, since we're in the Midwest, you know, let's just say it's a it's a saucy state, and people like their sauces, right? But you would go to a regular barbecue place, and you would have, let's say, the four food groups, right? You'd have, you know, uh, Alabama White, you would have a Carolina, you would have this, that, this. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do this. I want something unique to us. So, you know, and even, like, some of the sauces that we have, we name them either after bands or whatever, you know, like we have one called the Texas hippie and that has more of a chili background to it. Um, we use beet juice in there. It's, it's, it's an amazing sauce. It's a utility sauce that, that really works for everything. The acid is bright on there. We have another one called Jimmy Wah. Remember uh, the movie uh, uh, with Robin Williams, uh, good morning, Vietnam. Yes. One of my all time favorites. Right. Remember the Asian guy, remember uh, best <laughs> beer in, uh, in Vietnam. Yeah. Th- that guy's name was Jimmy Wah. So, you know, I didn't want to call it like, hey, this is an Asian-style sauce. I'm like, we need to give this a name. So we came up with Jimmy Waz, so it, it's a fun name. Oh, um, I love that. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, we have an apric- apricot-based sauce. So um, just just stuff that you wouldn't see at a regular barbecue place. That's all. Greg, I just want to hang out with you, to be honest. Like, you, you just you <laughs> hit a lot of uh, a lot of things for me. Um, I did see, speaking of hanging out, Barrett Black was in town. Hanging out with you guys at Chicago Culinary Kitchen. What was Barrett's that all a good about? Friend of mine, yeah, Barrett's a good friend of mine. Um, we met many years ago uh, through um, Certified Angus Beef, and you know um, he was in for the smoke out last weekend. Okay, you know we were going to do it. I just didn't have the manpower to do it. But um, yeah, Barrett came to see me, and you know he, him and his whole family. That guy is like one of the salt of the earth type of guys. You know, he's the guy that you could punch in the mouth and be like. Well, thank you, sir. You know, I mean, he's just, I, I'm, I'm telling you, the whole family is just so respectful and nice. How has it been for restaurants when it comes to, um, not to put you on the spot, but I know it's been a very difficult time in getting manpower and things like that. What what has it been as a restaurant owner for you recently? It's difficult. You know, it's difficult finding the right people that, you know, that want to learn or want to grow with you as well. You know, I mean, um when we find those guys, you know, we take and run with them, you know, that's, that's what helps build you, help you to build an empire, you know, is, is guys that are, that, you know, they have motivation behind them instead of just a regular job. I mean, I have a lot to offer people. It's a lot, to, you know, there's always a lot to do, a lot to learn. And, you know, we're not just sitting there with one, you know, we have other concepts in the work as well. You want to give any teasers out there? What other concepts oh, yeah. are you working on? We got, we got pizza coming up and Ooh. that's right around the corner. We have New York style pizza. And we're going to be using some of our barbecue aspects to it as well. So you can get a brisket pizza. Uh, there's just going to be some wild stuff uh, that we're going to do with pizza. And that's going to be two doors down. We're going to be serving that out of CCK as well. And then we have our fish place coming online, too. That's called Pink's. Um, and that's 
in Palatine. Mm-hmm. That's at the original location. We basically we gutted that location and we changed it. It's going to be let's our fried shrimp and oyster bar. That's well, awesome. Sounds like you guys are doing great, Greg. Uh, Greg Gardbo from Chicago Culinary Kitchen. Uh, Mike gave it his seal of approval. I've heard nothing but good things, and uh, I can't wait to get out there and try it, Greg. We appreciate you jumping on the podcast, and best of luck. No, thank you guys so, so much. Please let me know whenever you're in town. All right, thank you to Greg for his time. Let's get to our conversation with Nick Kindlesberger from the Chicago Tribune. Now joining us on Chicago's very own eats is Nick Kindlesberger, Chicago Tribune food critic. He's been on before. Always love talking food with Nick, and it's just so happened that uh, all three of us—myself, Mike, and you, Nick—are all kind of on a barbecue kick. I, I read we we Mike and I went to a couple spots over the weekend. I read a review from you in the Tribune. Follow uh, you on social media. I know you've been hit some spots. So. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just that time of year, but it feels like uh, we're it's all lined up here. We were all eating some barbecue recently. <laughs> there are worse things to be into than barbecue right now. <laughs> there are. Let's get to your recent review. Mel's Craft Barbecue in Park Ridge. Uh, what'd you like? What'd you think? So this is really interesting. Um, I've been seeing this a lot in the suburbs, actually, um, more recently. These people just getting obsessed with Central Texas-style barbecue. And so I, what that means essentially is that a lot of these guys are using all oak smokers and really focusing on brisket. So brisket's not so much of a Chicago barbecue thing. There are places that serve it, but it's only been in the past like 10 years that brisket's starting to show up on a lot of menus. And I mean, this one is outstanding at Mel's. So he's just taking the time to do it right, and but really drawing inspiration from the Central Texas area. I it's sort of my litmus test with barbecue. If, I think if a if a barbecue place can do brisket well, I feel like they can do pretty much everything well. You know, I, I had brisket that was just dynamite at Green Street on Friday night. It's it's a difficult cut to get right, and if a place does it very well, I think they're going to keep bringing customers back. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. I mean, I've had some terrible brisket <laughs> in Chicago because it's, you know, it's a really tough cut to cook correctly. It takes time and you also have to pull it at the right time and you have to make sure that it holds in the right way. So, yeah, that's a, uh, you know, it's a much different cut than, say, pork shoulder, which has all that fat and that's in the meat. And so, you know, a pretty average uh, barbecue person could put together a pretty awesome pork shoulder, um, but brisket takes some time. I liked how you noted in your review of Mel's the the smokiness. You didn't call it, I believe you referred to it as um, like a dirty smoke taste to it, which you said Mm -hmm. Mel's, Mel's didn't have that, but I completely agree. And I think with barbecue, there's so much that has to do with the heat, the timing, the smoke. I love a good smoky flavor, but I think we've everyone at some point has had barbecue where it tastes almost like a piece of charcoal on top of the meat. You know, it's yeah. it's it's a very it certainly is an art form, um, and I know it takes for some you know years to perfect. But uh, and when it comes to the smoky flavor of barbecue, I want it there. I don't want it to be overwhelming. You just kind of want it to very much blend into the meat. Yeah. No, if it's not there, then it's not barbecue. I think that's my line. But if it, yeah, it's completely overwhelming or if you're getting off flavors because of the smoke. um, But, you know, just, yeah, it just takes time playing with wood, making sure you have enough and not too little. And, you know, so I'm glad that I'm seeing a lot of people do it right. 
Yeah, so if you go to Nick's Instagram, you'll see he's doing a tour of the Chicago suburbs right now. And you just visited a place that I just visited last week, and we had owner Greg Garbo of uh, Chicago Culinary Kitchen on just a little bit ago. So how was your experience at the uh, Chicago Culinary Kitchen in Palatine? Yeah, so they're amazing. They're, they're doing amazing stuff out there. So, you know, this is a project that started in 2016 um, and has just continued to grow. They actually just moved into a new location a year or so ago. And, you know, they have, they're nailing their brisket. They're doing amazing ribs. And, but part of the fun of going there is that they have daily specials. And it, they're doing the wild things. So they're doing, you know, they have, uh, I think today, I was just on the phone with uh, with Greg, and he said they were doing uh, tri-tip sandwiches today, which is a wonderful cut. And they do uh, Baltimore-style pit beef one day. They were doing uh, smoked wings, like chicken wings, the day I went. So, you know, they're just they're really creative, as their name uh, would let you know. And uh, but yeah, I mean it's in um, it's in the northwest suburbs, so it's a little it's a little bit of a hike from downtown, but it's totally worth making a pilgrimage out there. We really are on the exact same barbecue wave right now because we just talked to Greg about that special sandwich that you just mentioned. Yeah. So um, <laughs> you know, he talked a lot about that about how you know other than just your, your your classics of a barbecue menu, they do like to have fun out there. So I I can't wait to try that. Um, any other spots recently that have stood out to you, Nick? So, I mean, I'm focusing right now on the suburbs. And so I just think that there's a lot of energy in this right now. So one of my favorites is Station One Smokehouse, which is in the southwest suburbs. And that's a um, a former chef at Green Street. And he decided to, um, his name's Brad, and he decided to do his own thing. And um, he's, you know, the the restaurant's in an old fire station. That's why it's called Station One, because it used to be the only station in that area. And unbelievable brisket, as you would expect someone who had worked at Green Street. Um, and then, but I love the ribs, too, that he was putting together. How would you overall assess the barbecue? I know you're in the burbs. And the one thing I've always said about Chicago is I wish we had more barbecue. I'm Not to say we don't have some great spots like Green Street or Smoke's been around for a while. I kind of yeah. just wish we had a little bit more of it in the city, and unless mm-hmm. I'm completely missing it. If anybody knows there's barbecue, if there are spots in the city, it would be you, Nick. Um, but yeah. I, I just think the barbecue scene in Chicago. <laughs> I, I think the barbecue scene in Chicago could be. I just wish we had more spots for it. I'll say that. Yeah. Okay. So how much time do you have? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm I've, I'm glossing over barbecue spots. Just fire away, Nick. I'll write them down and I'll go visit them. That's fine. So Chicago is a weird barbecue town. I'll say that up front. Um, But we do have our own unique style of barbecue, and it's almost all on the south side. So some of my favorite barbecue um, that you'll find anywhere is on the south side. And I'm talking about places like Honey One Barbecue, Lem's Barbecue, and um, Trice's Original Barbecue. And what they do is something totally different than what we've been talking about so far. So I would never order brisket if there's brisket on the menu there. What they have are these, what they call aquarium-style smokers. And they're called aquarium because they're made of glass. And they're like rectangular boxes. And they're, the dishes that they actually do the best are rib tips and hot links. And so 
these are, you know, you know, rib tips are the cheapest cut that you could get back in the day. And these, you know, restaurant owners transformed them into incredibly tender, juicy, smoky barbecue. And so this is one of those things that most people outside of the South Side even don't even know it's there. And it's one of my favorite things about eating in Chicago is visiting some of these places. Though you'll have to know, like, these are like, there's nowhere to sit. (laughs) You'll get your food to go. You know, usually you're ordering through bulletproof glass um, because some of these, you know, places have been around for a long, long time. But I, if you love barbecue, you gotta like you have to try these places because they're amazing. But they're, it's a very different style than what we're seeing elsewhere. So a place like Smoke, you know, Northside Barbecue has been lacking way behind, um, with the exception of a place like Smoke, which has brought, um, which serves incredible brisket and incredible St. Louis style ribs. Um, and, uh, Green Street Smoked Meats is another one in the city, obviously, that we've brought up that I'm a big fan of. I want some more barbecue, that's for sure. Same here, same here. <laughs> See, I'm sorry, I could keep going. You guys can just always yell me down and say, Nick, you gotta, you gotta No, no, we were, I would never Nick, that, we Nick. were leaned back in our chairs just letting you go, because that's why we okay. bring you on, because you have a wealth of knowledge when it comes to the Chicago food scene. Do you have a favorite style of barbecue? Um, uh... I think that, okay, this is tough. I think ribs are one of my favorite things. And like brisket, it's really hard to get right. And so I love when, it, when ribs are done really well. And so I do like smoke, and I do like the ribs, actually, the full rack of ribs at a place like Trice's Original. Um, the ribs I had at Station One were outstanding. But, you know, it, it takes skill to do that. You know, brisket's a different different beast. That's a, that's a definitely a Texas thing that's starting to bubble up around here. And when it's done well, it, it, it is excellent. But I think I would have to go for ribs. You make a really good point about ribs. and It, it is hard to do. And, and so I usually, when I go to a barbecue place, I'm kind of nervous about ordering ribs. Um, but I, and, you know, when they get it right, they get it right. I always order brisket first place I go to. And I also saw you went to Moontime Smoke and Q up in Crystal Lake. I stopped in there as part of our Your Hometown series. And it was one of the best brisket sandwiches I ever had. Um, you know, I know you got ribs there. How are, you know, how are you finding these places or how are you kind of identifying I want to go there or I want to go there in the suburbs? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I look at a lot of pictures and it's easy to sort of get a vague sense of what's going on. But usually I just I want some I, when I look at their website, I want some sign that they're a little crazy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that they are like. <laughs> We just can't help ourselves, and you know, you know, we're using this kind of wood. This is our smoker. You know, that's that stuff's really important because how you use it is, you know, people get attached to their equipment, and if they're not attached to it, then that is sort of a red flag. You know, one of my other favorites is Solon Smoke, which mm-hmm. is based out in Evanston, and uh, this is a former fine dining chef who was just, he grew up on the South side, loves barbecue. 
And, you know, he was walking me through like his smoker and just sort of detailing why he chose this one. And the steps he took of like, he tried other smokers. He tried like five other smokers and they weren't doing what he wanted to. And he wrapped his brisket at this precise moment in butcher paper so that he can get the final um, meat texture that he wants. So you're looking for someone like that <laughs> who, who like cares me, a lot, <laughs> sort of blab on and on about barbecue because they've thought about those details. One of the great things about barbecue is that, you know, you can go to a restaurant and have fantastic barbecue. But like you talk to Mel from Mel's, Greg from Chicago Culinary Kitchen, both of them, their backgrounds were just kind of throwing parties and doing barbecue in their backyard and mm-hmm. cooking a lot of people and turning it into a restaurant that that's. That's what you get. That's what you think when you think barbecues, right? You think of backyards and people smoking and grilling and things like that. So I love those stories, and and you detailed in, in your review of Mel's. Like sometimes it's just people really fall in love with barbecuing in their backyard, and they turn it into a business. Yeah, no, it's true. Though you should also ask all of these people like how many hours they work a day, and you might be yeah. astonished. <laughs> you know, it it takes a lot of time to fall in love with barbecue. Like. It's a, it's a real dedication, and when barbecue is great, that usually just means someone's just been working their tail off to get it right. It, it, I brought this up with Greg, too. It always amazes me, like, barbecue is all about timing, and to feed that amount of people if you have a restaurant and to keep your brisket moist and not dry out and keep everything tasting fresh has to be very difficult for these restaurant owners, and some of them just continue to do it right. Yeah, um, things have changed a little bit in the past um, decade or so. The technology of uh, storing barbecue when it's ready, um, a lot of them have these hot boxes that are both temperature controlled and humidity controlled. And so they're able to maintain things a little more carefully than they would in the past. Um, but it is definitely a like they would never serve you something that was a day old. <laughs> you know, like it just is about getting up in the morning. You know, I, I was talking to the guy at, at Station One Barbecue and he he doesn't always have the 2 a.m. shift, but there's someone there at 2 a.m. starting the fire and, you know, getting those briskets on. Um, and so it is just uh, it, it requires time. Uh, anything before we let you go, Nick, any other spots you want to highlight and feel free to take all the time you, you want. Oh man. Okay. So I, I've gotten the South side barbecue. I nailed that. I got smoke and soul and smoke, which are both two different and excellent places. Um, yeah, no, I think, and I got the suburbs, the places. So yeah, I'm going to leave it there for now. Hey, by and the way, real quick smoke, uh, and this is kind of off topic, but sort of on topic. Uh, yeah, right. is it smoke? Opening a steakhouse? Did I read that? I think Mike and I talked about that a little bit. They definitely are. I have no idea what it's going to be like right now, but that's definitely the plan. Hmm. I'll be on the lookout yeah. for that. He's someone that, you know, speaking of someone who you can tell is sort of nuts um, in an amazing way, Barry Sorkin at Smoke, you know, I remember when I moved to Chicago and I was like, I don't know if I want to try this barbecue place. And then I went to his website and he has a manifesto of barbecue <laughs> that you can read. And anyone who puts together a manifesto that's like well researched and put together, like 
I'm at least going to try their barbecue. I love that. Uh, he is Nick Kindlesberger. He covers the entire Chicago food scene and, and does it very well. Uh, I'm glad this all worked out. We were all on the same barbecue vibe recently, and this was great. We really appreciate jumping on, Nick. Yeah, anytime. Thanks, guys. And that was episode 19 of Chicago's Very Own Eats. Lots of barbecue talk. Go check out Chicago Culinary Kitchen. If you haven't been to Green Street Smoked Meats and you're downtown, that's the spot to go for barbecue. Uh, Mike, any other final thoughts on barbecue? I really want do some more bar- barbecue right now. Do you now. barbecue at home or are you just grilling? I, that's, gr- you know, that's... I grill a lot. I want to get into barbecuing. Now I'm, I'm getting more and more uh, into my local butcher, so I'm going to start go. getting some, some ideas from them. And I've also got a baby on on the way, so I got to come up with some some kind of big mass meals that I can. You'll be make. at home. You could put uh, you know a pork butt in the smoker for oh yeah four five six. Speaking hours. of, someone want a grill out here recently. <laughs> uh, how's that going for you? Well, we can't have a charcoal grill at our apartment, <laughs> oh, so <no. laughs> but it's fine. It's uh it's an awesome. Uh, charcoal grill that will be in storage at my parents' house until <laughs> we move to a new place, and I can't wait to open it. But that was a nice little surprise. Um, all right. Great barbecue conversation, good barbecue talk. This was episode 19 of Chicago's Very Own Eats. Chicago's Very Own Eats.